Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHKs I'm known, and we watched several things this week, though starting off with a report hot off the presses from San Diego Comic-Con Hall H. We'll talk a lot about Marvel and what they had to show, talk about Rings of Power, Netflix's Sandman, a little bit about DC, all that good stuff. Uh, just, you know, it's helpful to know what was announced, but we'll go over a fair amount of it. And then we watched Jordan Peele's latest film, Nope. Major spoiler alert for that one. You know, you pretty much need to have seen the film. If you're ever going to see the film, you'll need to have seen the film in order to have this discussion make sense. We don't want to spoil it for you. If you're never, ever going to see it, I guess go forth and, and listen. But major spoiler alert for that one. And then finally, we watched the new film from the Russo brothers on Netflix, and that's The Gray Man with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. Major spoiler alert for that one as well. And then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion as there are a couple of quick follow-up points. And without further ado, here's We're Watching What? Reporting, I survived Hall H Marvel Comic-Con. Sadly, without the two of you this year, but it was probably the better decision on your part. <laughs> I assume we all saw the news. Sorry, I, I assume you all saw the news. How, how did you feel about all the announcements? I mean, I think we can probably guess that I felt. Yeah, Matt died during one. I, know one. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to have moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no one was as excited well, as he was. Me, like, <laughs> sure, given. <laughs> I was I was working most of the day because, you know, mm. things are crazy right now. And I had gone up to the park with my dog and I was like, everyone leave me alone. You know, whatever. I'm like up there. And my phone kept going off my pocket and I was like, not, not you will, I will get to this when I get to it. Like it was just yeah. one of those days, whatever. And then I, so I got the news, like, like right when I responded to you, Dana, was when I saw the text, which was mid, long, a lot of minutes after, <laughs> but whereas if I had been sitting here at my computer, whatever, it would have come, you know, whatever. But I, I had, um, I counted 14 people text message me. <laughs> And I, so I was like, all it was all the vibrating. You have, you, and that, have, and, you have a brand. You have a brand. Yeah. <laughs> well, and all the vibrations, only one of them was actually work related. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> was, yeah. Sitting there thinking, like, everyone yeah. go away. It's I just thought they were all coming at me. And I was like, you will give me this half hour at the park with my dog. Like, you have to right. leave me alone for a second. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I'm ecstatic about that. Um, Yes, and if it's episodes. if it's not clear, if somebody's just if this is your first episode listening <laughs> yeah. to us, it's because of Daredevil. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> For whatever <laughs> reason, if somebody <laughs> decides today, um, today yes, <laughs> the fact that Daredevil and Charlie Cox are returning to the small screen uh, and Vincent, yeah. yeah. Well. They said Vincent for Echo. They didn't say for Daredevil, but like, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he and he, uh, you know, reposted the post that it was coming back and like made some comment like it seems very clear like he's right. in it but who knows but 18 episodes which is wild that's a lot of episodes just yes. one one season right so like that means like it's like a third of my year gets to be about i mean i guess i don't know how many episodes per week they're releasing we also don't like, know if they're hour or half hour we don't but even if they were half hour you wouldn't nine care hours, nine hours of daredevil i'll take it or even if they're like 40 minutes that's like 12 13 hours that's what we were getting on netflix yeah my only yeah. hope is not to be too expecting uh, expecting. My only hope is that they will kind of keep some of that little grittier tone that was in the Netflix version of the show. I don't mm -hmm. want it to be totally just lightened up. Like it could, doesn't have to be sad, moody cry fest all the time at all by any means, but I just mean tonally. I hope it kind of feels cohesive with those because I love them so much, uh, but I'll take what I can get. The title was exciting too, Born Again, which is like, you know, such a, one of my favorite Daredevil stories. I think most people um, who love Daredevil, that's one of their favorites, a Frank Miller story. But we've gotten a lot of parts of that story in the Netflix show already. So I think they're just using the title because he's back. But <laughs> but I, I don't think it'll have a lot to do with the story, but that's okay. I mean. Very exciting. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, Jackie, what was the highlight of your announcement? I mean, I was excited about Daredevil too. I love the Daredevil show as well. Um, not to the degree, obviously, that Matt does, but uh, <laughs> I, I love it. And it gives me hope for Jessica Jones to show up and to get more of that because sure. I also feel like that show is incredible and we could do more, you know? So I was really excited about those. Um, I'm excited about uh, the Secret Invasion show with Colby Smulders. I think that that could be pretty cool. You know, and Thunderbolt, we all kind of knew was happening. Or, yeah, uh, Thunderbolts, we all kind of guessed, right, obviously. Right, um, That's right. where they were going. Yeah. But it's nice to know we're going there. Mm-hmm. You know, Agatha, Coven of Chaos sounded really cool to me. It's a different title. And so I'm wondering if the timeline is maybe different. Maybe it's, like, a long time ago, which could be kind of neat. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, it, invo- it invokes the same idea. I think that it, you know, because it was House of Harkness versus this. I yeah. guess right. But like, yeah, for some reason, Coven of Chaos cool. to me just right. makes it feel like it's long ago for me, more than present day. Which I mean, I'll take whatever I can get. Right. Like, I'm totally happy with whatever they give us. I just, yeah. So yeah. Although I'll, I'll note, like at this point, we don't know where Wanda is. Let's assume Wanda's like out of the game for a while. So it does leave Agatha. Oh well, the bill, the Coven of Chaos. Like nobody's keeping her in check. Could be, but I also when they said coming up, I got the vibe. I was like, old time me, yeah, sure. Cool. And it doesn't mean <laughs> that, right? But that's what I got, and I was right. And I, right. you know, I love me some backstories. So I'm into it, but yeah, I didn't think anything was like overly surprising. But yeah, it felt it felt a little light on the announcement side. Did it feel that way in the in the room? Yeah, yeah I mean, very. Even the Secret Evasion show, we knew that was happening. Yeah, it very much. And I, right. the panel went like thirty minutes over, which was oh my god. There actually, there was a scare right before. I was I was very freaked out. So an alarm went off. I didn't realize it also had gone off in the like main convention center hall. But some people were like, oh, this is a you know this is a shtick. This is whatever. I was like, no, the man on stage right now is a maintenance man. He is not like a Marvel hired you know con employee and not to get too dark but my first fear because i was in like a corner uh, was act like an active shooter or something uh, you know oh of course like- yeah and they were just like there's an alarm everyone remained calm blah 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 and the people in the press pit with me were like oh this is gonna be i was like no <laughs> this is not a stunt like please shut up so we can hear what's going on and they resolved it whatever it was you know i don't know if it was somebody being a jackass pulling an alarm right before but a little bit of me was like what if I just had to cancel the Marvel panel? Wow. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. But yeah. uh, all that being said, you know, people were excited. But I, I think the, the, Mar- the Black Panther thing got the most emotional response. But it was a long panel. And I and maybe it's just like being jaded at this point or we've done it so many years and it's it's hard to realize. I think they're holding a lot back for D23. But I wasn't like, oh my God, I can't believe any of this. And I didn't get the sense the audience also felt that way. They also tried to recreate the Loki, sort of Loki stunt with um, the, what is it? The Dark Elves. No, no, Season sorry. What's the, what's the character? No, what's the, what's the character that they announced? I want, he's like the infinite or something. The Terminal? <laughs> something like that? Or the High Evolutionary? The High Evolutionary. Thank uh-huh. you. It's like the terminal. He's he's in Guardians, right? Yes, but they did this whole shtick where he like walked from the back of the room uh, in a costume, blah blah blah. But James Gunn is also doing this commentary. He's like, "Oh wow, look what a surprise! I am uh, shocked by the appearance." I was like, "Okay, this is yeah. we're starting to." Uh, there was something about the out. energy of the year that, to me at least, did not read as exciting as years past. Even though it's the year, the first year back, so it was strange. 
I thought it was kind of cool that there, you got a couple trailers that they haven't released. <laughs> the sad thing was that's... I could not see it from where I was. It was just oh, like a blurry terrible. screen. Oh, that's but I, I guess part of my... I know, I know. It's the most first world you know, problem there is. But <laughs> Yeah, but no, but part of my like, my kind of fatigue with some of, of doing that whole experience is that nothing is really proprietary anymore. It kind of feels like everything for yeah. the most part just goes online right after. And, you know, we got Black Panther trailer, we got the She-Hulk, but it was kind of cool. I heard that that, and then it was, I think, Quantumania, right? You got to see footage from both of those that, like, they haven't released to us. So I'm imagining yes. they'll show them to us at D23. And right, that was that my... That point. Yeah. But that was kind of cool because, you know, I feel like that's been lacking recently, and it just feels like, like, it's fun to be here, and the energy is amazing, and I like seeing all the people, but then it's like, I just slept on the pavement and like, you know, not right. Not yeah. Anymore, but, we got attacked by and, a cockroach. Like. And then it's like, you know, you know, does it, is it all worth it in the end? It's like, so it's nice that some stuff kind of stays with you. Yeah. But my, I guess the reason I was not like upset at not being able to, cause I, I was literally, there's like a curtain where they come out and I was like below that curtain to the oh. side, like as far back as you could get in this pit completely to the side of the stage. I'll post a photo of like my angle and it's like, you just can't, there were no seats though at that point. Yeah. But I could, so I, everything was super distorted. So I got like a very distorted view of Bill Murray's face. What's his face? God, well, he's me, Modoc, is... huh? Is that what he is? I don't know. I, did, I don't, they I don't that know. that Modoc is going to be there, though. I think, I don't, maybe people saw Modoc. I think people saw Modoc, but I could not and, tell what was yeah. happening. Um, I heard somebody speculate that like maybe it's going to be Corey Stoll's character has like been in the quantum realm and, and turns into Modoc or something weird. I don't, I don't know. How weird would that be? I hope that <laughs> it would be yeah. very weird. I saw, I saw, um, like, I thought it was uh, Eros, but it turned out to be Adam Warlock in. Oh, yeah. Something. Oh, it's like, like white, you know, actually. giant white face on the screen with yeah. hair. Is it? And I was like, oh, it's Adam. So, you know, that that was like my level of visuals for for this experience. Again, I'm not I'm not complaining. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I was no. in the room. But, no, but you. Um, yeah. But even it but sucks. even the audience, like the energy of it. There were very few beats. I think Bill Murray showing up was the big one. Adam Warlock. There was somebody who I maybe missed. And then what was funny is like Adam Warlock, they shouldn't have already announced that he was in the film. Mm -hmm. I think because I think that that would have been more exciting for people. The High Evolutionary, I don't think is like as much of a household name for a lot of people. So it's like. That, that's I don't even know who that is. Nobody, nobody knew what that. Nobody knew what was happening. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I mean, he's you know he's a he's a big thing in a lot of those cosmic comics, but but I mean you know he's just another scientist gone crazy who he creates like the anti Earth thing. What is it called? Earth. The, you are mumbling the what? <laughs> oh, sorry, some anti Earth thing. He creates like another version of Earth where like evolution can be like excelled, and it's part of Adam Warlock's story too. But whatever. But he's a big enough name. But it's obscure enough to where it's like you're not going to get that like, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> the reaction of just yeah, like everyone yeah, yeah. in this room is really excited about this character they've been waiting for. Right. So they should have saved something. Not that you had to plan everything around what you're doing at Comic-Con, but uh, it would have been cool to do some other big reveal. Like, you know, you you were there. Jackie and I didn't go the year, but when, you know, when Natalie was back and she's there holding the hammer, right? Like that's that's. Oh, yeah. That was spectacular. Like, People cool, lost right? their damn minds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you need something big like that. Well, even like Shang-Chi getting announced, people lost their damn minds. And then mm -hmm. that was actually, the, I mean, that was the last year they were there. I was there for it. And and I remember uh, Mahershala Ali for Blade. You know, it was like the very, literally right. everyone was at a station. They're like, BT dubs, Mahershala Ali. And everyone's like, ah! <laughs> Yeah. I mean, um, I, mean, God, I was like... there when they announced the cast for Avengers and brought them out. It was amazing. It was like they were announcing the cast. Year, they were yeah, them yeah. out. Well, I think 
It's I mean, awesome. I think we also have gotten so much Marvel content this year that it's been really easy to go through and figure out where they're going. And so, yeah. like, a lot of it, you know, we can guess. If you're paying any attention at all, you know most of this stuff, right? So it's kind of like, yeah. Well, and they're announcing it a little far out. I mean, we got Fantastic Four announced. I know. Like, Investor Day. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, that's phase five? Yeah. No. Or six or something? Phase six. six. It was, I mean, it was kind of interesting to announce. I thought it was an interesting move to announce the end of phase six and be like, this is what we're building to. Yeah. So Kang is all the way that far Right around that long, which okay, cool. But they announce it so far out that now it's like okay, like you said, like a lot of the stuff that they're talking about, the Agatha thing. This, I mean, this was all announced, and it's just like it's weird to me that you're that they're doing it so far in advance, and then it's kind of taking away the it's kind of a buzzkill for these moments. Yeah, it it was. And the other wild thing to me is I don't know. I I mean, I do and don't know how, but you know, I was getting text messages of things before they were announced in the room, so I was like, what? has happened here Weird. <laughs> you know like who's, Weird. who's, I mean, who's I think, who got the exclusive who got the whatever like, like i wonder if they're having so much trouble just keeping everything under wraps at this point that they just figure it's better just to tell us possibly yeah like better or, to yeah like no, or being they, like, they figured out phase six and they're pretty sure everyone's gonna figure it out because they have to you know whatever that they might as well just tell us or or maybe a fear of like not that the recent series and movies or whatever are underperforming, but just being like, cool, we're starting to move into like, you're having to invest in new characters, new whatever. Like, we'll give you a name that sounds familiar, you know, Avengers, obviously, to keep you be like, cool, I got, I, I can't not watch all the things in between yeah. because I know you there's an Avengers up. coming, even though at that point, it will be so many different people that like. Yeah. But honestly, my favorite Hall H moment was Loki on that stage. I and that was after Avengers. So it wasn't like they weren't even announcing anything. So it's like you can still create those moments without Sal- salting the wound. Uh, salting the wound of that yeah. was the year I was not. Uh, we also <laughs> I didn't, left. We, that was the so, year I left. Oh, <laughs> uh, but then after after Avengers, we also didn't know for sure Loki would be in that film. So that was still kind of exciting. Right. But yeah, the moment was still fun regardless. So if we had seen I mean, like if they had had like, I don't know. Wakandan Royal Guard or like you know what I mean like something like that or like well they did do a huge musical performance okay cool which was but it was so it's so ridiculous so you know Guardians comes out I I, their trailer I was able to see slightly more of and I to James Gunn's credit like he's good with music It, it, it was a emotionally evocative trailer lots of like I could. I was like, that's definitely Rocket, and like, oh, cute baby Rocket. Okay, whatever. Spoilers, but not because it's uh, Gamora or you know other version of Gamora's back. He delivers. I will say, like, I, he's yeah. not my favorite filmmaker of the Marvel universe, but he brings stuff. I will never forget. They had been filming Guardians for two weeks, and they put yes. together an entire sizzle reel and brought that for us, and it yeah. was amazing. Yeah, that was nice. And and you know, love him or hate him, he delivers what he, his version of this is. It's consistent. Yeah. It's you know. You're but gonna he brings get, what he knows people are going to want to see. He knows how to work a crowd. At this moment, yeah, and, but also just in terms of his films, right? You're like, cool, yeah. I know Guardians 3 will be in the, the canon of James Gunn. I'm not, you don't have to sell me on this. So then he, you know, but he plays her earlier and then they do this whole high evolutionary thing and it's a really long bit. It takes forever. And then I can't remember if somebody went after or whatever it was. And then, you know, they do the same shtick where it's like back of the, that's a bit, I don't know, if, people listening have been to it before it's a big room it's a really big room and so then they have this whole music and dance performance which was really cool 
But we would all just sat through, you know, people winding their way towards the front of the stage or coming out from the sides or whatever. Thankfully, this was like more entertaining and, and, you know, something to like actually watch as opposed to I'm sure I couldn't see the actor until he got onto the stage. So I'm sure half that room or 90% of that room couldn't. And then that that panel, the Black Panther panel was or bit of it was good. It was clearly very emotional after they saw it and they like all hugged and, you know, you could feel the excitement and it was a brilliantly cut sizzle. Like I was like, this is, yeah, okay. Yeah, this that is what trailer a trailer should be. is incredible. Yeah. yeah. It also, it's like, it's, I love that it doesn't tell me anything, but tells me everything. Yeah. So it was a good it, way to it, end it. it. Yeah. It raised <laughs> a bunch of questions for me and I was like, I'm excited about it, but I, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, but it's a lot. It was an interesting return. You know, I was, I wasn't super amped on any of the announcements. Yeah. It's, I was just like, cool. Thanks. Yeah. For well, because like, obviously, yeah, like, obviously, I'm thrilled about Daredevil, but I think it was, it felt pretty obvious that that was going to oh, be. Yeah. I was excited for you at for some that. point. <laughs> yeah. But, and I'm happy to have the, the confirmation. And I love it. But, it, but it's like, you know, it would have been triply exciting if he hadn't been in no way home and if Wilson Fisk hadn't been like I'm not I want them there I'm not saying I don't yeah yeah but, but the, if we this is how we had... learned he was like returning I yeah or they had out. all the marketing about all the shows coming to Disney plus like that alone felt yeah. like right you know. exactly like I probably would have passed right out but yeah but yeah and and I will say the the She-Hulk trailer I yeah you're we're all you're, you're both gonna hate you we go you, well, well actually, I saw I mean, that tra- I don't know well, I don't no know. no I not the trailer that... I mean the show Oh yeah, I have I have bad feelings. The first teaser, aside from the special effects, I thought it looks fun. Isn't that? I thought this trailer was not cut together very well at all. No offense to the people who worked on it, but I just didn't think it it was effective. And I, none of the beats were landing. I wasn't laughing. I thought she still looked pretty dreadful. I was like, oh god, this is. And so, like, no joke, more than two thirds away through through the trailer, I was like, oh god, I don't know if I can watch this. <laughs> so I was like, I just I I want to turn this trailer off. And then they have to show my husband at the end. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, not only that, he's flipping into the camera. And I noticed right, right away. And I had to pause and like, look, and he's in his red and yellow suit, which yes. is my favorite. Yeah. And it's the original suit. And I was like, holy shit. And like, I don't know, Matt, I can't imagine why he's in that all of a sudden, but whatever. <laughs> and uh, I was like, that was like Marvel being like, you were saying, like, will this be the first thing I don't finish? Because I, I really wanted to turn the trailer off. I, I didn't mean, even want to turn the Moon Knight trailer off. I guess the good news is it's a half hour show. Yeah. So And Tatiana, I mean, maybe it'll just be funny and cute well, and whatever. I, but I love the, the writer. Look. Yeah. Like, I love Jessica Gao. I think she's great. Yeah, like, there was one joke. I cannot, I haven't actually rewatched it since the blurry version of it I watched. But there was one joke I laughed at. and But I'm also like, I don't know. Some of the comedy things you can't give. You don't want to give anything away. And so... You know, you show Bruce yeah. because people will do it. And then you show a tiny bit of your husband because like yeah. that will get people like that. That when the crowd reacted to. Let's just hope yeah. it's better than it looks. I hope so. Yeah. And like Jamila coming through and the, the, just the look, everything just looks not great. And I'm like, oh, yeah, agreed. Yeah. But I like almost you know. everyone involved. So I'm just I'm just hoping, you know, just hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we'll find out shortly. So the good news is my expectations are absolutely in the gutter. So there's a chance that I might just be pleasantly surprised. I was. <laughs> so we'll did see. you did you watch the Ring of Power? I did from the same spot, so it was absolutely impossible to see anything. Colbert moderated, which I was like, this was the perfect moderator choice. Oh, yeah. yeah, their cast is Always. so huge. It's 
they literally, I've never seen them do it. It was a 90-minute panel, and I assumed they were going to show us it. Because you don't book a 90-minute panel in Hall H unless, you know. No, they had to cycle through. They just had to keep cycling through the cast. They'd bring them out in, like, a group of eight. And they had, like, three or four different rotations of people. And then they brought them all out the, at the end. It was just... Like, here's our elves, here's our Numenorians, here's our dwarves. Yeah, pretty much. You know, and, and I, felt, I felt kind of bad because Colbert was, like, not grilling them, but he was asking legit, like, Tolkien questions. Because he is, like, a nut. Right, 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 right. We've seen yeah. him do the Hobbit oh, panels yeah. and, you know. Yeah. And I, I don't know why I didn't think that, of course, he'd be the moderator. But it looked better than everything else I'd seen. Again, blurry side view. But I am worried about Elrond. And I can't remember who else I'm worried about. To the dude elves, I was like, it's because it's characters that we've seen before and are established. Like Galadriel, I was like, I think she'll be fine. Who's the other guy else we've seen? Gil Gil Gallant. Well, he, we haven't seen him like talk in the movies, but no. But I don't remember. Is it the they same trailer? Is it, is it the same is it, trailer is it, that's it, online? They released. I, don't know. I, hadn't, they released actually, the... I hadn't. I hadn't watched the online trailer because I was like, the show looks terrible. I don't. Well, there's... There's three now. So there was yeah. a teaser, then they released the longer one, then they released the Comic Con one, the three minute. Okay. I'll have to rewatch okay. it for like not a blur, but Oh, was um, it Isildur? The guy who plays him? Maybe. Because his just, look it was he doesn't so look hard exactly to what I think he should look like either. If it's it was so hard to like figure out who was who and they had yeah. like you know, you know, when the sides open up, they had like their character posters, but I was just like, yeah. You look so different on stage. But I do absolutely love whoever the female dwarf is. She's my favorite. Oh, yeah. She's gonna be my favorite. She's new, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But it made me more excited about the show because I'd been avoiding it. So, you know. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've gone down a really bad hole of being now like that show can ruin my life. I, had, I wasn't going to give it that power, <laughs> but it's, it took it. Oh, and... yeah. So I was worried about Elrond for sure. That was the one I was most worried about. Interesting. I like him in the trailers. Oh, I, hearing him talk on stage, it's just yeah. like, but, but it's like, okay, I get it. You're an actor. That doesn't make you a good panelist sure yeah no and he kept he kept asking them like how did you people come to lord you know how did you come to tolkien and some of them were you knew you you knew the answer was the movies because they were so young yeah. and i was like i get it but i hate this yeah yeah <laughs> the reality of it yeah 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 i think i think that was the one i was most concerned about and and gil Gallad just because i was like oh american how weird <laughs> yeah no i know he's fun fact gil Gallad's actually like my favorite one of my favorite if not my favorite elves in Tolkien lore and I was like I'm gonna just adjust my expectations here because it's like you know we've never seen him I never thought I'd see him in anything because yeah. I just didn't think that this kind of thing was ever going to happen <laughs> so you know obviously we see him in Lord of the Rings but he's just standing back there but yeah well, <laughs> you know it was strange because like some of the people were good panelists like the clips they showed of them weren't the greatest you know and so I was like I don't know how this is going to, I don't know how this is going to, I don't know who any of you people are. I don't know how this is going to go. I was just saying, I'm kind of excited that there's no like big, huge names that I'm aware of in the show. I like that about it. Yeah. I, I was like, I know who Benjamin Walker is. And then the other one is, I could not unsee, oh God, how do you pronounce his name? Celeborum? Celeborum. Celeborum. Oh my God, I'm so wrong. <laughs> yes. Celeborum. <laughs> Celeborum. the He's the one who makes the rings. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, okay, well, fail fail on Dana's part in terms of reading <laughs> and pronunciation. I, I think I, 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 can, I don't know if that's actually how you pronounce it. I think it's it. a lot closer, I think, than what I said. <laughs> I can't unsee him as the guy from Downton Abbey. It was like, um. he's a terrible character on it. He's a good actor, but he's a terrible character on it. I'm just like, I can't. Um, 
Yeah. Jesus, I, okay. All well, right. at the okay. end of this footage, what really kind of solidified, like, hit me in the gut was I was like, if you, that Balrog at the end. Oh, yeah. It looks, but I mean, like, the design is clearly so spot on with the Peter Jackson movies that I was yeah. like, okay, I, they sure really the are. Well, no, but there's been all this drama about that. Like, these are different. It can't, like, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, I'm not going to invest in this. And it's a different studio and all this, all these things, you know what I mean? Like, everything's whatever. But that, to me, it was clear that, okay, they've, they're friends. Like, they've made it, they've made it work. And there are yeah. going to be through lines in this of, like, design. And I was like, oh, God. So now I now I've <laughs> I'm in trouble. Yeah, we're all in trouble, but we'll find out yeah. soon. So yeah, we'll see. We don't know. I mean, I'm I don't know. I'm actually I didn't watch the Comic Con footage because I didn't realize that they had released it online, and I think I'm not going to because I know I'm going to watch the show. Like I know that it's going to happen, and so it's like one of those things where I don't need to like I don't know. I don't need to spoil myself on details. I guess that that had been my policy up until now, and then obviously watch the, the blurry version of it from the side <laughs> I mean obviously because I was like I guess I'm there sure and yeah. excited and whatever but yeah yeah but but I was like I don't need the you know I don't think there's very few things I felt like I could see in it that would make me excited and I do think some of the sort of sweeping epic whatever stuff did but not necessarily like the character performances but that's also because I was again like seeing blurry face could be anybody yeah, I will watch any and every trailer they ever release because their chances are I'm going to like these trailers even more than the show. The trailers make me cry, so. I, oh, well then. All I right. will. I, I will watch. But you know, you know so release. much more about it than I do because I've never read any of the other stuff. So it's like it doesn't mean a whole lot to me at the moment. I read it ages ago, but I could not tell you a single thing from it at this point. But that's what's kind of exciting about this is like this is all like fragmented, you know. That's like, but. And there's a lot of added stuff, so it's all very. I get to be excited about certain new things, but mm -hmm. then I know third things about characters. I just love a lot about it. But the, there's so many flashbacks in these trailers to the first stage and Silmarillion stuff that I just it's I'm flabbergasted because I I literally thought there's no way we're ever getting that. And I thought when they got this show, and they're making it the second age, that's only because they couldn't get the Silmarillion. Mm -hmm. But they're showing stuff like it's just I don't know, and it it blows my mind. And I'm like, okay. And now I'm kind of at a point where I almost hope that it doesn't ever lead to the Silmarillion ever happening because I'm like I, I will take fragments of it but I don't need to see like a, a total bastardization of like my favorite texts of all time you know I don't know it's just it's a very stressful time we'll 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 see shortly that that is one of the well, things we shall. I did. yeah well that's one of the things that I did find interesting about this year is that almost everything in Hall H that I saw it except for some of the long lead Marvel stuff it's coming out pretty soon WB only had two things during their panel and it was uh, Shazam and Black Adam. And I think a lot of that has to do with like, they don't know who Superman's going to be. And like, we don't know what's going on with the flash. Like, <laughs> yeah. and the number, the number of times, they, the number of times. Forget they, about the flash. Please. Yes. Well, they did, they, they did show uh, like a clip of the flash in. Um, yeah. in Shazam. Like, in Shazam. And I was like, I bet yeah. you this gets recut. <laughs> yeah. They released but it. They would not trying to say they would not stop trying to make Shazamily work and I was like please stop uh, like, please it was the first panel in the morning they were so amped up and I was like I'm so happy for you but my god like and then House of the Dragons I, I was brought the whole room so down it was just like I, not a well I, I talked I think I talked to everybody about this over the weekend because like the moderator was actually asking good questions if you weren't in Hall H and remembering that the questions that were going to be asked of this person, these people are like not 
okay, you know, they don't, how would Doctor Who do in, you know, the Targaryen times? It's Mm. like, that's your question. Yeah. Somebody shouted, it's Morbin time at Matt Smith, which I don't know if you two are familiar (laughs) with this. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like, but, but the moderator was asking these questions that are like, they're actors. They're not like Martin scholars. And then George was there and I was like, finish your fucking book. He made some jokes about that when I was like, okay, but go do it. Yeah, I mean, that's funny. the thing. Does anyone find that funny anymore at this point? Are we like people did find it? People found it funny, I think, because everything else was so lackluster. I mean, it's yeah, bad of him to show trying. up at Hall H, to be honest. It really, but, but people were into it. People were into it, and I was like, "Oh, this is the audience we're dealing with." What it's else so hard there? to get it, it up was... for anything that has to do with that. Well, no. yes, yes, it was very hard, and it's also like I get it. Nobody's seen that show yet. So, like, what can you ask these, you know, what are we going to see? From Somebody asked, are we going to see the history of the Targaryens? Well, and the showrunner was like, I've got such good news for you. <laughs> that's what the whole fucking like, show's about, just so you're yeah, aware. Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much what he said. Literally you know. the whole thing. That's the whole thing. We might get, we might get to it. It was, it was brutal. And then Star Trek was good. That was a fun one. Oh, good. Yeah, Lower Decks was the most fun because they were just, like, having a great time. I heard there's going um, Lower Decks. Um, crossover with Strange New yes, Worlds? Yes, Strange yes, World I'm very excited. Wild. <laughs> yeah, yes. What was it? And then it was Sandman, which was great because of Neil Gaiman because he just He's run a panel. But that show is also coming out in two weeks. So I was just I know. like. It's crazy. You know, Star Trek Star Trek isn't coming out exactly in two weeks. But I was like, we, we all know Star Trek. Like, we don't need, you don't need to give us a primer on what to tune in. And then it was like a equivalent of women who kick ass panel that was really should have just been this woman Dulce Sloan's panel because she owns the room. And then and then we went to Marvel and I was like, all the projects you have announced or you're talking about are really, truly coming out in the next like month and a half. Yeah. Like, but really- like with, the, with the television side of it, it's just wild because yeah, there's, there's literally going to be a world we're going to be living in where like Andor and then Lord of the Rings and Sandman of all things oh. that never thought would happen. Are all like airing at the same time? We're screwed. Among among other things, <laughs> you know. But I'm just saying, like, you guys. <laughs> but talking yeah. like three three different levels of like epicness of things that are like, yeah, what <laughs> things that yeah. I five six years ago didn't think were ever going to happen. Sandman had been in hell forever; they could never get it done ever. And then Lord of the Rings was like Christopher Tolkien was like, no, sorry, yeah, you can never touch this. And then a Rogue One prequel with and- Cassie and Andor. I don't yes. know. It's just it's weird to me. I just finished reading Sandman for the first time and then went into the panel and it, I was like, this looks good. I hope they, I said they were it, honestly, I hope that there's some, I think, oh, I think they, yeah. And I, I feel like they were cagey about showing anything in a good way that would like ruin the experience and like give away the updates, but they were trying to show you like the quality of the world they built. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I saw that trailer that they released the come around trailer. It was decent. Yeah. I liked it well enough, but yeah. yeah, and it's it's fun. It'll be interesting when we watch it because you'll have been so fresh off of. I haven't reread that in, the, in years. Yeah, so inter- I wonder. Yeah. You know, I read it. Like I think I'm not going to five seven years ago. So I think it's better that way. Yeah, I, I will say I did read it while sick, so I. Uh, my my you know it might be a little fuzzy in a good way for me you know i'm not gonna be like well in this in this issue you did this thing blah 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 blah. when my memories are fuzzy of the source material i enjoy whatever adaptation it is much better it's also like there were so many they also had a huge cast but to neil gaiman's credit 
he just basically mini moderated the panel. Carrie Bryan from Mythbusters did it and she was fine, but you know, you can't beat him. And he was like, yes. And we cast this person, blah, blah, blah. And Patton is the Matthew, the Raven. And all, you know, he just like knew the story. He's a storyteller. And so, you know, she, she like guided it in a way. And then he just like took it from there. I was like, all right, well done. Um, It made me excited for the show, but we'll see. Yeah. It's cool looking. Okay. Well, that was the, that was a report from the front lines of Hall H, but we actually watched things this week. So (laughs) moving on to those. Nope. Very interested because I do not have a read on whether or not you two would have liked this. No read at all. I don't have a read on whether you liked it actually. Which yeah, is I don't either. Fascinating sure. to me. Okay. Because I was, I was surprised that you I'm, I'm, were well, actually, willing no, to I'm watch like, it. Right. My guess is that Matt liked it. My guess is actually that Jackie didn't dislike it, but wasn't like, this is great. How wrong am I? How right am I? You cannot leave me hanging this well, long. Who wants to answer? Well, I, I thought you were going to start talking. I guess. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Like, <laughs> I was like, somebody chime in. sure whose turn it was. Yeah. Well, go ahead. <laughs> I, I have loaded thoughts. Yeah, I um, I thought parts of it were good, and I think that's how I feel about most of his movies. And then he just loses me at some point, and then yeah, not my favorite, I guess. But not yeah, you're right. I wasn't I wasn't like dying or anything watching it, but you know, yeah, okay, yeah, I kind of more or less the same i was really digging it for the first hour or so well that's how i feel about us also it's like i get get so into it and then he goes to a place in the story that i'm just like yeah he he does i i'm I'm kind of like this about his filmmaking so far in in general with get out i think being the strongest one as of yet but yeah he, he creates something he creates a world it's it's really it's realized it's beautifully shot it's like acted well all these it's things. suspenseful it's you do all the like i like the build yeah. and he focuses so much on the allegory if you will and he does mm-hmm. it really well and i always appreciate that but then i do feel that yeah the story wrap-ups more often than not now i can say because of this and us especially end up just getting kind of like eh, okay whatever and then i end up having more questions about the logic behind a lot of it than i would like Okay. Like I would just prefer right? not like to, to like, stop. Side. Stop trying to explain it to me. I don't actually mm-hmm. care. And like I like your world just living and existing in this place where it world like lives and exists. And when you try to explain it to me, you get to this place where I end up. I'm like, but how and why and and I just have so many more questions than if it was just contained and just like you just have to accept that this world exists. Okay, that's very fair. Do do you two want to take a guess on whether or not? I kind of think you liked it. Yeah, I feel like you did. Only because I think it would be unexpected if you, because I feel like you'd go into it kind of nervous that it was going to scare the crap out of you. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't. Oh, and then scary, maybe right? it so... didn't. And then you were able to enjoy it. And so you were like, oh, God, it's like a horror movie I like. That is the exact, <laughs> that is the exact journey I went on. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and it was, so I don't think it is the strongest of his films i think the trailers did him dirty but i also think he probably had control over the trailers but the trailers made it seem like this is get out to you know it's it's just like it's going to be as tense whatever so i was sitting there hands over ears you know just like um Catherine came with me so you know she was just like she's she and i've seen so many movies together over the years that she saw me she's like she's like it's gonna be okay (laughs) (laughs) she knew it's just like we got this we haven't seen a movie together in years but like there 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so the first hour or so, I was just sitting there in like abject terror, being like, something's going to pop out, something's going to end. Spoilers, but that but that scene in the barn, I was like, this is game over. This is, you know, I, I myself was like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. And then once it became clear that it was not going to be exactly that, I was like, oh, this is a monster movie in some sense, like a big monster movie. Yeah. I can deal with this. And then at, at the early on, I can't remember actually at what point in the movie, but, you know, I was thinking about it after. I was like, cool. If the thesis for, or not the thesis, but like uh, if the allegory of Get Out is sort of race and and I can't remember what the word is, but, you know, like racism, but like more subtle racism. Pro- appropriation. No, yeah, also appropriation, but it's it you know it's it's the um, like passive racism or the whatever it is you know that I would have yeah. voted over Obama if that's the that's what he's exploring there. And we then want like, what you have, but we don't want you around. Yeah, and then and then also if us is looking more at like class, I think in addition to that, I was like I I think Nope is his exploration of being like a black filmmaker in Hollywood. Oh, it is yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, right, it's and like, then, yeah, right. So it's it's just well, like it's to right. me, because to me the Stephen Yeun story was was more interesting than the rest of it. And I thought that it actually kind of felt it, it, it goes hand in hand with what's going on, but it felt kind of out of place in a way where I was like, I want that. Story. Yes. That, that would be like, so good. I love that exploration of, of being what, what we do to people of color in film and like the, the token being the token and that yeah. kid he's there as he's like the joke and the butt of the joke. And he's there to be laughed at and this and that, as is this chimpanzee, like we are treating our minorities and our people of color in films not much better than we treat animals right like that right. and I, I thought it was a little on the nose but like really well mm-hmm. done in a way that i thought was like powerful yes and then it kind of felt wasted because then it was like okay and then you know but then he just kill him and everyone with him and whatever and now we're just like this weird monster that's turning into a weird orchid yeah, dress it, in the sky. it was a it was a can we just talk about the fact that the monster's movie was for the most of it a butthole that was yeah. taking a crap? I just hated <laughs> like, that. that. It was, was the, it. I was, it was just when it so parked like, up the house. I was like, oh my god, it it's shitting all over the house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I feel like for me, and it's like you know, and Get Out obviously was the best one of these, but his movies just always get to a place where I'm just like, oh, I hate the third act in all of his films. You know, like it just. I mean the. The funny turning point for me in the third film. So like when early on, when we meet the cinematographer, I, I was like, I know where this is going because he was cutting on either a Steenbeck or like whatever the equivalent mm-hmm. of Steenbeck was. Yeah. And I was like, and this is why my guess was like, Matt might have just because of having had to deal with a little more of that crap in you know, school. I was um, like, get ready. get your <laughs> Right. I was like, oh, one cinematographers don't like cut on Steenbeck. Like, that's an editor. Like, you'd be a projectionist if you're a cinematographer, you know. But I was like, cool, I get where this is going um, in terms of, like, the you know, we need something that's mechanical. I thought an Ari, like, the old school World War II Ari is going to show up, but I think this had batteries because that's what I had to shoot on in college. Yeah, uh, and it's, But then, you know, when he shows up and at the end, at the end when he's like, I need the perfect shot. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is no longer about, like, race. This is just you feeling pressure in Hollywood to, like, do them right. Like, this is not even trying to hide anything. And I think half the audience I was with was like, oh, you know, like, loving it. But yeah. I, I was like, was. all right, this is just a also, cool kid moment. Like, but also that's a little, that might be a little white people not appreciating what they have, uh, I will say, because he had a perfect enough shot. He did not yeah, need yeah. to go into this thing's ass. and like In a blaze of there. glory. And, it was and just like, come on. But, yeah, it just, it it lost me when it became a monster film. 
I also have to, I had to kind of, because I, I will say I came out of it really kind of like, oh, I did not like that. And then I thought about it a lot and the, and the, the allegory and all that kind of stuff was more present in my mind. And I was remembering the film as if it's been so long now, but more fondly right. afterward mm -hmm. than I felt right after I got out of it because I was mad while watching it at the end. And so I've, I've forgiven some of it, but because it's not that it's bad. It's just not what I wanted. Like my expect, I wanted those aliens in the barn. Like I thought they kind of, it got a little silly for a second. Like I, I thought it was really creepy too, but it got a little silly. And then I was actually kind of relieved that they were the kids. But I wanted to see some creepy ass, like, these Martian men are like, like I wanted that from Jordan. I really and did. I was like, you're going to get it. So happy we didn't see it. And then we got the butthole alien. And like, I just, I don't know. It's just like in us when he takes us underground and explains why the clones exist. And it's like, you don't need to know any of that. Like it just, it was so much cooler when we just, just didn't. Well, know. I think you can know, you can, you can know some stuff and everything, but even with this, Okay, once you decide, oh, it's an actual living being, it's not a alien ship, it's a it's a alien, right? And like, okay, cool. But then I think when it starts getting to the point of, oh, well, I've discovered, you know, because I get, okay, we want to go off of his abilities to communicate with animals, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's like, and so, not communicate, but you know, mm -hmm. knows how to handle and manage animals. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. when he like talks to them, but, but. I thought at a point, that, there was which, one point where I thought he was going to, like... <laughs> I, I did, too. I, did too, I, was though, like, yeah. I was like, is this becoming Dr. Little but, because it's too far? It was like, yeah. Or it's like Chris yeah. Pratt holding his hand up toward a bus <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. That's a, yeah, that there, was please. A, yeah. But the rules start to get really muddy. It's like, oh, well, if you don't look it in the butthole, it's not going to get you, <laughs> right? And it's like, okay. And he, he, he decided he thinks that's right. Okay, cool. But it also did eat that fake horse and it got pissed about it, which I guess it maybe it learned, but that thing didn't look it in the butthole. That thing doesn't have real eyes. <laughs> and so it was like, okay, but then. But it was looking you, up. You like go, it was positioned it was. looking up. I will, yeah. But and then you go know. and you put, like, you put like shaders on your horse's eye at the end, but we can see the horse's eyes, but just like shaders on it. But then that guy in the silver helmet who never takes his helmet off, he's screwed because like you can't see his eyes. So I just, it was so, started getting weird and mm -hmm. I was like, I don't understand why, what the picky and choosy is here. Okay. I will say, I, so I thought the shaders were more for the horse's sake so it wouldn't panic during all this stuff. I thought it was so it wouldn't look up. At the, oh, I think it it's both. look at the thing. I yeah. think it's both. But like, honestly, like there's a logic yeah. to being like, okay, horse, we're going to go out into danger. Like, I'm going to just give you a little bit like a chill out moment for TMZ guy, which I was like, this is the most, of all the inside film-ish jokes, like that was <laughs> the most, like, he was just like, this is for me. You know, I think at that point for me, I was like, oh, this is showing that you think you commune with nature or you know the rules, or whatever, but like you don't, we're, we're, we are the prey, we are the whatever, like, you know, mm -hmm. the, the hubris involved in being like, yes, that's the thing to, you know, to, I, I just thought maybe it was that he was very lucky and did not, I have no idea. But. Yeah, maybe, and maybe it's less about the eyes themselves and more about like, if you look up at the thing, it will get you. And the horse having the shaders on, it's not going to be looking up because it has no, not be looking up because it has no reason to yeah. look up, you know? And whereas the guy, you don't have to see the guy's eyes, but he's looking up at the thing. So maybe yeah. that's what it is. And I was getting too literal with it, but certain things just start to get like, oh, but if this, then why this? And then I didn't love the flotation thing at the end of that big balloon being what kills this thing. I was like, I more in the school of thought where I was like, maybe we don't have to kill the thing. Yeah. Like, for the film, I understand them wanting to, and I would yeah. want to as well, I think. But I just mean, 
the film could still be the story could be the same and be successful. You could somehow scare the thing off maybe or like whatever. And it's still maybe out there type of whatever where and it was just rather than get hokey and kind of to me, like have this big, it exploded from the inside because of Stephen Young's big balloon person. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. It just got a little much. It's fine. It wasn't bad. I just was, I was just sad. I think once I was able to sort of let go of the idea of like, okay, this is not the scariest, you know, this is not going to be, for me, it's like tense or whatever. Then I was just like, whatever, man, do your thing. I'm enjoying all the film crap. Like I'm enjoying all the film nerd yeah. stuff mm-hmm. that I Wait, don't like, know if as wide like of an audience. Big, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. Will, reaction to the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a horror me, guy and you're not. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, I was like, yeah. for me, like this has now become more like industry specific and a commentary on something I'm more familiar with. And like, you know, I understand what you're mapping out here. I understand what he's doing in all the other things as well. It's just the way he does it is much scarier for me and less enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and I thought the score was great. I thought, honestly, was... there are times I am not always the the biggest Kiki Palmer fan. Like, I, I have no no disrespect to her at all. I just sometimes mm-hmm. I find her her humor a little bit exhausting, I think. But I really liked her in this. I thought she was funny in this. I thought it was beautifully shot. I thought it was really pretty. I mean, obviously, he's going to be somebody who knows how to work with a DP who can shoot dark skin. But it was just like dark skin at night, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is, it it can be done, people. It can be done. Like It can be done. Yeah. Do better. I love Daniel in it. And I thought, yeah, I thought Brandon, the fries kid. Though his name's Brandon in real life. I can't forget his name in the movie. But I thought he was fun. You know, I thought thought it all was like, I thought the recipe was all there. And that's, I guess, what kind of also ends up disappointing me about when I don't like the finale is that it's just kind of like, ah, oh, this could have so been close. What I, you so know, what, what I personally close. needed it to yeah. be. And it, if it's not. I'm looking at my notes. There was a moment where I thought maybe Steven Yoon was going to be an alien. <laughs> and like, well, and, and oh, no, and, and like, you know, basically like feed all those dummies to yeah. the thing. Well, <laughs> I kind of hoped that that's, well, so I was a little confused by that scene also because I think what I what I've taken from it is that he's been feeding horses to this thing that he knows is there, but that he never sees it. It's in the cloud and it's probably off in the distance. And he releases a horse and the horse gets like called to it, looks up and gets taken. And that's the show I'm imagining usually because he was talking about what you're going to witness and seeing this and that. And then later yeah. on, Daniel says the line that he was trying to feed. He was trying to tame a predator, like tame a beast or something. And he was feeding it. So he he was feeding these horses to it. But I guess it just was never getting close enough to where like, because I was like, if, if he's doing this and all these people are watching it, they're all looking up at this thing. So why aren't they getting taken? But I'm guessing it just never usually came that close. And then that day when he was all shocked, it was like right there because it was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm betting you that know. was like the same shot we got earlier because like he would see it because they saw we, we'd see it. It just wasn't it was night in the dis- in the distance, though. But it was like, also always further. nighttime. And he's like, it's yeah. early. Sure. You know, yeah. But the people were all there to watch the show of this horse getting taken. So I imagine it happens in the daytime because they were there. That was he was what he was doing. He's like, you're going to witness and he's going to release the horse and it's supposed to run out there. No, he says, uh, wait a bit. And then he goes, it's early. Oh, when I see. So once, yeah, he once goes, he goes everyone. Yeah. Once the sun sets, blah, blah. And then it shows up I and see, he's like, yeah. oh. Like, and, I'm, and it just usually probably takes place farther away. And this was closer. Because if yeah. it was that close and all these people are sitting there looking at it, they would all be taken. Right. You know, like that's yeah. Why why not? You know, so well, I think he just assumed be. that he assumed yeah. it only ate horses. Is my guess. Yeah, because it, but it because it hadn't. So I would think that because it hadn't done eaten the people before that he knew of, it hadn't been because beginning with with 
Daniel and Kiki's dad dying, it's like that was presumably from people's pockets. So oh, yeah, they had yeah. eaten people, but I yeah. just we just don't know who. I would love it if if Stephen was feeding people to this. <laughs> I would have loved that. <laughs> I would have loved that. You know, was em- was oh, yeah, so maybe it was maybe it was that wasn't that he was an alien, but he was like an emissary for it, right? Where, yeah, he's like, like Gollum to Sheila. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it, you know, <laughs> you know. that was not that was not the direction we went in. Yeah. Like, uh, my other thing was I have a thing. Yeah. <laughs> my, my other thing was um aside from some of the effects and animation with it, the scene where the chimpanzee does lose its mind. I I liked how the movie opened with parts of that. The scene was there a thousand times more intense when you realize you're watching it from Steven Yeun's character's eyes. Yeah. As a kid, I kind of think that it would have even been stronger and scarier if the film opened with that full version like if it just opened with that and like you're seeing it from the kids eyes and stuff and then it goes up and you don't see the chimpanzee maybe die mm-hmm. but you see it start to reach for him or whatever and then it cuts you know like i i think that that would have like set me up in a way where like i would have felt really uneasy going into this film i already felt a little uneasy because it was dark but i think it would have been cool to see all of that because it wasn't like some big once we learned he was the kid in that show and that a massacre had happened, we know, yeah. okay, well, that's what we saw at the beginning. So it wasn't some big reveal. It would have been, I don't know, I thought that would have been really power, really cool. And I wanted to know more about the shoe. Why was it standing up on its back? Like, I, or on its, oh. you know, like, what, what I, was up with that? I think it was just, like, supposed to be this horrific image, right? Where it just so happened to fall that way. And I'm sure at some point, like, somebody took a photo of it and it stood you know, because you can't show the gore and the blood and blah, blah, blah. You show this like horrifying child's shoe, you know, yeah. perfectly straight up. Huh. It just was weird that it would I be think, sitting ooh, like that. And no, I think it might problem, be an homage to something. Yeah, I'm, I, so I, I went to look into it because I was just wondering because I'm like, well, yeah. unfortunately, with alien abduction films and things that have happened in years past, that type of thing is a very common thing to be happening when there's like a ufo yeah yeah yeah. so it led me to believe at the beginning it led me to believe that the chimpanzee had clearly gone a little nutso and that it was responding to this ufo like this thing was driving like it was around and like these Mm -hmm. it was driving animals crazy and i thought that that's where we were going to be going that our story was going to be going to a place where the horses all start going wild because the ufo is there and that's how you like starts to be the indicator of them being around yeah. It didn't go that way, which is totally fine. But then it left me questioning the shoe. <laughs> I was like, well, why was it standing up? But yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's some meaning behind it. I just Yeah, I guess I just went with it. like horrific, you know, image of a tragedy. Yeah. And but I mean, the shoe like, could have awesome. slid like right over to him and it could have been sitting right in front of him. We could have seen it like not in a weird way that it wouldn't be. So that's why it felt like it was Well, I think that's that's why it was it was so eerie, right? But then yeah, yeah. it's it's theoretically plausible. Theoretically. Yeah. I, I again enjoyed is not the, the right word necessarily, but just because the first hour of it, I was like ah. <laughs> but I was less stressed out by it. <laughs> I slept well, when I got home, and that yeah, was nice a, for me. <laughs> on a subsequent viewing, you might be fine because you know, yeah, yeah, you super worried about, and you might and yeah. really love it. You know, I think if I tried to, re- I haven't rewatched his other stuff in a while. I don't think I could rewatch us. Maybe I could rewatch Get Out, but. Yeah, because I don't remember where the like scarier parts yeah. are. I'm like, nope. <laughs> Us just gets so violent. It's so you know, so it's yeah, a yeah. lot. But yeah, yeah. I think it's just disturbing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, so the question is, would you recommend this? 
Yeah. I mean, to, to the audience, to the people that, probably to the people who would be seeing it anyway, honestly. But, <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't say, oh my God, avoid it at all costs. I didn't think it was a bad film. No. I mean, the thing is, is like, no, I didn't think it was a bad film. So yeah, I would recommend it to anyone who was interested in it. I think mine would be just temper your expectations. It's not, don't watch, like, it's not going to be Get Out and it's not going to be us. Like, the trailers don't, the tra- like, the trailer in terms of, like, tone is not the right way to go. Also, we've yeah. spoiled it, obviously, for everyone. But, you know, course, if, yeah. if anyone else is, yeah, thinking about recommending it, I, I would add the caveat that, like, if they have seen the trailer, don't go in expecting, or is other work, just, like, don't go in expecting that. Like, go in expecting something fresh. And I think not taking those expectations how many times can I say the word expectations it helps it be its own thing and I think that was part of the problem is that people are going in being like is it get out is that get out I don't care and I was going in just like is this going to be a badass Martian movie yeah it, you know. and it- so don't think that either <laughs> all right well we watched another thing we watched the gray man speaking of Marvel and all of those things <laughs> the Russo brothers reunited with Chris Evans Captain, former Captain America. <laughs> what did you two think? I was like, we speaking can... of recommendations. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, let me tell you. I have, my question is, how far did you get into it, Jackie? No, oh, that's a better question. Uh, about a half hour. Okay. So I lasted a decent amount of time, I think, really. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's more than I expected you might last. I think um, Anna DeArmas or whatever her name is, I think she's so hot. I was into that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. welcome, welcome to Planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen. Have nice I seen her in something else? I probably have, and I just don't remember. Are you kidding? You, you aren't you the person who like loves Knives Out? Like, isn't she the main character in Knives Out? Oh my god, duh. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. She's also in the new and James Bond. She was Bond in film. James Bond. Yeah. I didn't watch. And James that terrible Bond, movie. Yeah, did, wait, did I make? Did I make you two watch you the watched, Ben Affleck you on his Armist movie? Bond. We talked about it on here. Did I? <laughs> we talked about it. You said you watched it. I mean, I don't remember. That week, you were I mean, yeah, having yeah, watched yeah. it. Oh, that's how, no. how thrilled I was about it, apparently. I mean, no, we definitely all rewatched the old one. No, yeah, you no, you I talked about it. it. I, I did, Because yeah, I, I really, I just I really liked the new one, and you guys didn't. So well, yeah. I think she looks so different in this for some reason. I didn't make you two watch Deep Water, right? I don't think so. The Ben Affleck movie? that, that That's the movie. Oh, no, like I watched they... it, but you didn't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, no but. Checking. No, I mean. <laughs> This movie is just, it's, I mean, if you like this kind of movie, it's your, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not my type of movie. I don't even think if you like this type of movie, it's your type oh, really? of movie. I really? I was like, yeah. this? Yeah. No, well, I mean, horrible. Well, no, I mean, from the first five minutes, I was like, you do not even remotely care if I care about any of these people. You didn't even tell me what's happening. Yeah. You just make me watch this big action sequence. And like, there's no stakes because I don't give a shit about any of them. I sat through a scene of a de-aged Ryan Gosling and Billy Bob Thornton, just about him getting out. It's like, okay, cool, but I don't care about these guys yet. And, like, we had to sit through this whole thing before any tiny semblance of a little bit of a plot. I revealed. did. Do you know I restarted and even then, it? it was like, what's going maybe on? Maybe I started it in the wrong spot. Like, I thought, oh, God, maybe it feels like it just dropped <laughs> I really you thought, yeah. oh, my God, I looked at my phone for too long. I have no idea what's happening right now. And so, like, I... And like, went like to restarted, to and it had only been like thirty seconds, so it was like, oh, I they just dropped us in this scene, I guess, you know. And then I think like, you're supposed to care about the little like, the girl with the heart defect, maybe. I cared a little about her up, by the time though, we got to her. Yeah, but, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's game. The over. movie, the movie had already, and that actress, I I think she's really 
pretty decent, and I thought she held her own for the most part in this, but she was um God, she was the little girl in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes, yes. And she okay. killed it in that scene with uh with what's his face, with Leo. She killed it there, and I thought, oh wow, she's so good. Um I don't remember that movie. I tried to put yeah. it from my brain. I'm not a fan. Yes, um, yeah, I like that movie. But yeah, but she's really good in it. And like, but anyway, and I thought she was fine in this decent, whatever. She was as fine as anyone else was. But yeah, I cared a little tiny bit about her. Like I liked her well enough. But by the time she arrives, it's like the like, the plot was so. And I'm sorry, I don't believe any of these people who were being baddies. The Bridgerton guy, the Chris Evans with this porn mustache. I was just mustache. like, this is all. You were just trying. His they, that was thing like, so well. weird. I think. Well, yes. where I, I turned it off right after this, when he's like in the pit, like Ryan Gosling's like in a pit, mm-hmm. should Uh-oh. be dead, and he like manages to escape somehow because there's like a pipe, and apparently you can fill it with water and build a bomb from his shoes. Like you know what I mean? Like it was, was just. Only in the- First half hour? My God, this is the longest movie in the history of man. Well, I think like, that was a little longer. Oh, so maybe I made it over. further than I thought. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I remember that. But it just and it then incoherent. And then they like, and then she rescues him for some reason. I mean, she got like taken off her job because apparently, Bridgerton dude is a bad CIA agent. I don't know, but I couldn't figure out why she was going to help convinced. him. Like, and then yeah. and then there was just like this whole action sequence and I was like oh I'm bored and so I just turned it off <laughs> I wasn't convinced by anyone who was nefarious in this film at all and and Chris Evans with this mustache I was like you know they sat there and they were like well we have to give him a look that Captain America hasn't had so that people don't just think about Captain America and that's the only thing they could think of is just a weird porn mustache because he's had no, they, they were like we have to show there. he's a bad guy like yeah so he's got to be a creep and I guess they established if I saw him on the street I'd be like well you're a creep so I guess that worked but <laughs> I just, because that kind of stash doesn't look good on anybody. That's not even yeah. shade to Chris Evans. It's just, you can't do that. Yeah, I, I thought it was offensive. I just thought it was just incoherent. And I, all these, all these actors and actresses. and I, I, I just upset me at, at this point, like the amount of money they're spending on these films. Yes. And like, I get it. You're trying to do this like movie week thing. I don't, I don't think it's helping your finances at this point. Cause they like reported losses, like subscriber losses, blah, blah, blah. If you, if you are obsessed with this model, do Five twenty million dollar films, you know, like good ones, not one hundred. Yeah, no, because maybe maybe the odds are like one of them might be better than whatever the crap we're seeing. Sure, you know, there's no way that these hundred million dollar ones are. Uh, you know what? I will give one exception. One of the few ones I enjoyed was The Old Guard. Mm -hmm. I liked that well enough. I didn't like it as much as everyone else seemed to, but like, this is like. I'm sorry, but this is your this is your script that comes through all this stuff, and you look at what you're paying all these actors, whatever. Cancel the film and donate this to Planned Parenthood. Like, just do something with this money that is not. Yeah, this that's film. true. Nobody than needs give it to charity. This. Like, <laughs> nobody needs this movie. Well, and I think and the problem is. I am sorry. I am desperate. I'm desperate for Jessica Henwick to do something good. Again. I'm kind of wondering. But I love her, honestly, and I, I'm so sad. I'm wondering if, and I hate to say this because I know that like studios a lot of the time do ruin things, but I'm wondering if we're seeing too many creatives get too much freedom. And then it just ends up terrible. Like Netflix just oh, lets yeah. I mean, them we do know whatever that. the fuck they want. And then it's yeah. not good. Oh, yeah. Right. And so it's like, That's so Netflix true. tried but, to give creatives whatever they wanted, but everyone needs an editor. Everyone needs, you know, a producer or someone who's like, okay, but we need to have a story. Oh yeah. No, 
Absolutely. But I think the additional part of it is if you say like, I do think constraints can help, right? Being like, no, you cannot do literally whatever you want because you don't have a hundred million dollars to do all these like explosions. Mm -hmm. You have to get people through on the characters and like the acting. You don't have to cast the biggest actor because you might not be able to afford them or it has to be so good that it attracts them to the project. Like that type of shit is what I want. Yeah, I agree. The problem is, is like, I mean, the Russos are just proving that they're not, they're not it. Like it's, it's something where, they have all they have the abilities they can make some really great films because there have been films they've made that i do think are great but it's something where ever since in being in bed with marvel and everything and after now making one of the biggest films of all time people are just going to let them do whatever the hell they want and it turns out what they want is not what we need it happens over and over again though remember how we thought peter jackson was gonna be the second coming then everything he's done basically Mm -hmm. since lord of the rings has been I do remember that. Did did y'all watch Community? Mm-mm. Yeah. I uh, adored Community for the first yeah. few seasons. I don't know if I actually finished it, but they were like early on on that. Um, they have done Arrested Development. They did Happy Ending or like have directed episodes of Happy Ending. So like a lot of TV comedy actually. And apparently they said like the Gray Man is supposed to be our return to comedy. And I was like, <laughs> what? I didn't, laugh. I didn't laugh one time. I laughed at one line. And I don't even know if you made it to it, but Chris Evans calls Ryan Gosling like a Ken doll. And I laughed at it only because of the meta-ness of it. They didn't earn that. They didn't deserve that. Yeah, I was going to say the meta-ness is almost- You can tell Ryan doesn't even- Like, like, honestly, Ryan doesn't even like this film. Has he talked about Barbie way more in all of the press he's doing for Gray Man? Because that's all I hear from him. I'm so excited for Barbie, though. The thing is, is like, I didn't care about Barbie until Ryan can't shut up about it in all of his Gray Man press. And so now I'm like, I'm oh, stoked. This Do you not the like, second you don't like they Greta? No, I him. love Greta. So I was, I was, I was excited, but like also sort like, of like, yeah. I just don't know how you're making a movie about Barbie. So just kind of one of those things where it's like, all right, you're making this film and I'll watch a trailer and oh. see what happens. But like, I'm like, I don't know how and I want to know. How, yeah. So I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. That was the thing where I like, you know, they announced it and I was like, okay, this is absurd, but. You know, you've cast Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, who, yeah, as far as humans go, like, are pretty close to the things. But I didn't know what the, I didn't know, you know. And then when they showed that one image of him, of course, as Ken with the hair with the abba, I was like, no, I was. Oh, I mean, and as soon as I saw this, it, he's gonna him, be and then his like cowboy outfit, like, and then there were like rollerblade. I mean, of course, I was in the rollerblading as well. I the shots and stuff. Yeah. But when it was announced, it was kind of like, all right, Greta, what are you doing? But okay. And then now Ryan won't shut up about it in all I, of his press, okay. and I'm yeah. just. I'm here for it. Like I don't. I've watched every like I've watched so many more Ryan Gosling interviews than I ever have in my entire life because all he talks about is Barbie now, and I'm in. Apparently, it's funny. It's it's like Lord of the Rings where I'm like, or not Rings of Power. I'm like, I don't want to know anything about it. But in this case, it's because I'm so excited because I have no idea. Like clearly, she's got the visual tone to it. So I was like, I trust you. I don't want to know anything going well, in. I'm love have a great fucking time. Saying like over and over again, it's just nothing like you think it's gonna be. It's nothing like you think it's gonna be. And I'm like, okay. Right. I was just like, I lo- I I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I no, just I, 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 this made me upset. This made me very upset. <laughs> yeah, it did to me too. It just. And then at know, the I'm end, happy that Ryan Gosling likes Barbie and doesn't like this. But then why are you in? Why are you doing? Like money. I get the money, but it's just like, come on, like have some integrity, you guys. I none of you need this money. The other thing is, like, I made it to the end, and I do not know if I could explain it if my life depended on it, where it was like, nobody actually got punished. Mm. Like, the bad people 
got to continue well, being bad or like at least yeah, didn't like, in trouble? I, I was very confused. Well, he got away. But... I'm talking about Re- Rege- Re- Bridgerton, Bridgerton Page yeah. or whatever oh, yeah. his name is. He just gets to yeah, keep his job, I guess. He, yeah, he got, I was like, like, what the hell? Yeah, it was just a rough time all around. I I, I guess really I blame him, him for taking this role because all he's ever done really is. No, I don't blame either but... of them for taking the roles. I, I blame the Russo brothers for being allowed to make this. <laughs> I'm well, looking at their blame them for making it, but we can't blame them for being allowed to make it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I think we should blame Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> right. We should really blame do. Netflix. I'm looking at their, because I was like, God, what are they doing next? I'm so scared. And they're, they're on Rotten Tomatoes, their highest rated thing is everything everywhere all at once. I was like, I'm sorry, what? It's because they're like producers, or I'm sure producers, like exact yeah. producers. I was like, okay, you don't get to claim responsibility for this one. Yeah, no, they're producers. But I just, I mean, obviously what they did with the Avengers stuff is fine, but I, I, it was interesting that they made it very clear, like they're not doing the other ones. Yeah, well, I can imagine that after working with, like, I think I think it's clear that Marvel does give a certain amount of creative license to its filmmakers, and I love that about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But I think that also that there are so many constraints you have to work within mm-hmm. that it, it's got to be exhausting yeah. to try to, especially, and they keep doing it. You know, they, they started with Winter Soldier and then Civil War, and then they kept growing from there. They keep making these mega just, like, team-up movies that it is so many pieces to juggle I and so many characters and we don't need this yeah we just we don't need this we'd rather just make our own stuff and that's what they're doing now and I I commend them for that part of it I just wish that their taste was better oh no I have I wish the results were better you know like (laughs) because if I had read that interview before they're like I just want to do my own thing I would have been like yeah you do your own thing I want to watch that and then you deserve it I'm like no just kidding and now I'm like oh yeah cherry what what do you have that's upsetting so I was looking, I was like, what are they going to be working on? A lot of the stuff is like oh. producing projects, but one of the ones they're attached to is the live action Hercules from Disney. And I'm like, don't you dare. Oh, and they're directing it. I don't know. It's I all very they like. Are. No, I think they are. I think, are I, they? I think they are. I forgot about that. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I am very well, upset because. Well, the good news about that. They'll have a lot is... of constraints with Disney. Oh, let me tell you, I love that movie. The good they? news about that is that the live action remakes are almost always terrible. So, <laughs> so true. We have we have to we, we don't have keep, to we don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's like it's, I mean, regardless of who the director of that is, you know, I it's probably gonna be bad, unfortunately. That's true. So, You're right. You know, this is just setting expectations <laughs> where they belong. Yes. In Maybe the gutter. In the in the in the pit in the middle of the room. Yeah, because Hercules, Hercules is like a, that's a top 10 Disney for me. And I, I, uh, so good. I would really not like to see that ruined. It's, it's game <laughs> over. I have a feeling. Yeah, a strange week for us, for sure. But we're watching what? Did, did y'all watch anything else? I watched so many things because I've been working nonstop. And so I like, sit on the couch with my laptop and just have to like update stuff. And I just watch things, uh-huh. uh, which is more info than anyone needed. But <laughs> I watched, um, I have to look up the name of it, but the home makeover thing, those two girls who, oh my God, what? they do the home edit, but they have a new show. The home edit, have you heard of this? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, well, it's, you, would, you would like it, I think, but it's like the two, they're two women, reality show, it's like Netflix, and they- um, They get organized? They had, in 2020, get organized with the home edit. Yeah. They have okay. a new show, and it is on Netflix right now, and I just watched all of it, and I can't remember the name of it. So I'm gonna because one have of them to go back to that. They 
they do some celebrities now, like Drew Barrymore was on it. Oh, yeah. It's the like, same thing. It's Get Organized. It's just season two. Oh, it's just season yeah. two. Okay, that's all. <laughs> okay, yeah. I thought it was a different oh, no. They keep talking about, like, when we did, they keep saying, when we did the home edit, and now, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, so yeah. I was like, they like, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, I watched season two of that, and I enjoyed it. I watched a movie called She Will, which was. That sounds so it was, familiar. It was decent. It's it's a, it's like a, a woman who going from having to have a mastectomy, going and. You mean a hysterectomy? Going on like a state. No, she just had a um, a mastectomy. That's that. the boy Wait, version. He's mumbling. Oh, no, no, mastectomy. No, oh, okay. <laughs> He's mumbling. <laughs> I it took me a second. Yeah, I, was like, like, I don't. You're going to. I was like, he's, talking, he's, boobs. Yeah. he's talking about boobs. <laughs> yeah, that's not what it is. I'm here now. Yeah. And, and she goes, and she Which goes either, on like a Scottish either like, can have that. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she goes on a Scottish countryside, uh, like a little retreat with like an assistant as she's recovering. And uh, witches who were burned there um, and live in the soil kind of start like working through her and kind of enabling her to exact revenge on traumatic things in her past and stuff. It's like, it's a very slow burn, like indie mm-hmm. thing. I've been I've been watching clocking it for a while and it finally uh, got like the limited most limited release of all time and I couldn't make it to it but it's on demand so I watched that. Uh, that was well, that's you fun. know decent. It's not like scary. It's like more psychological, but it was an interesting. Uh, well, yeah, I'm a witchy witchy lover. Uh, so yeah, I watched that and and I tried uh, uh, rap shit. Issa Rae's new show. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I found it enjoyable. I'm seeing it's not getting very good reviews, but I was like, oh, I don't know. I was into it. I was laughing. Uh, so, yeah. Lots of random stuff. I also tried Everything is Trash, and I did not like that very much. Oh. oh I don't That's too bad. Yeah. I had hopes. I thought it looked kind of fun, but it didn't. I watched Ghosts, the U.S. version. On Oh, is it based on the Yeah, thing? it's based on a U.K. show, also called Ghosts. And I surprisingly loved it. I thought it was hilarious and good, and I don't know. Uh, so it was very exciting to find that. Got through it very quickly, unfortunately. The season two starts in September or something, so I'm excited about that. And then um, I tried to watch the UK version because um, I was I liked it a lot, and so I was like, oh, I'll just watch the UK version because UK version's on HBO, and the show is on I think Paramount Plus. And I didn't like the UK version, um, but I'm not much for British humor, so I should have known better. Um, that I would like the American version better, but uh, so anyway, I watched that. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still hate watching Big Brother while I work. <laughs> um, I don't that's like it. It's so funny because I really genuinely don't like it, but I'm still watching it for some reason. And it's because it's easy to have on the background. Um, work got very busy, and so I, I have to do some kind of mindless things. And so I like having something that I don't really have to pay too much attention to on the background. And it's kind of that show, but it's just, it's not great. You're really selling it. I know. You're really- like in season six, and they're like fucking 30 episode seasons. So it's like a, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm, it's longer than Daredevil. I don't know why I'm still watching it. It's just like one of those where it's like, I don't even like this. But here we are. That's what I'm doing. But here we are. Yeah. I am continuing to watch F-Boy Island. It's just so dumb. But you know, much like Big Brother, you just get it, just going for it, just going for it. And then I started watching a, a Korean drama on Netflix called Extraordinary Attorney Woo. And it's about a, a woman with autism who's a, a lawyer in Korea. And it's, it's I don't know, it, it kept showing up in the like, 
you know, top rated shows of the week, or I think it was like the top rated TV, international TV show. And I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's good. You know, it's good. If you, if you enjoy K-dramas, I think it, it's healthily in the, you know, uh, the, the not period piece ones. I don't know if it's a romance like, yet. I'm waiting for like, that to you know happen. It's like, like Pachinko? Because you know I loved that. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's not. Um, <laughs> no, 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 it's more the like modern, like rom-com, yeah. very chaste, like 20 episodes to be like, will they hold hands? <laughs> so slow burn. Because <laughs> like that's the level we're at. Yeah, it's, it's you know, two cultural differences. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, forgot. I watched something There's... called A Stitch in Time. It's on um, Amazon Prime and they, okay. it's a kind of like they want, uh, they take old uh, like portraits of people and they recreate the clothes in them oh. using the historical methods. So by hand and using as many like historical, like accurate materials and, and stuff like that. It's very cool. I did watch two more things. I started rewatching because we've talked about it so much recently and I keep um, vamping for it. Uh, I started rewatching Pride and Prejudice, the BBC series. Oh. And then I ended up going to Comic-Con so I had time to finish it. And what was the other thing? Shit. <laughs> Something else. What well, you I can watch? think about it. Think about it while I say I also forgot I watched something called The Last Movie Stars. Have you heard about this? Oh, no, I've heard about this. HBO did you Max. like it? Yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, if you're like me and you love like the golden age of Hollywood and all that, like, you know old starlets and things like that i loved it but it's uh, uh joanne woodward and paul newman like documenting their life together and stuff like that oh. uh, and it's ethan hawk who did it and it's there's a lot of interviews and stuff in it that were all interviews with different people including them and tapes and stuff that i guess he burned because he just was like out before he died okay. and so ethan hawk and a bunch of celebrity friends all kinds of people like Laura Linney and like, you know, all these different people that he works with and likes, whatever they all come on and they all play the voices of different people. Ah. And, and they recreate the interviews while you're looking at footage and stuff. And I don't I, I liked it a lot, but it was cool the way they did it. 90 day fiance UK. That's what I couldn't um. think of. <laughs> oh my God. They have a UK version. Jesus. They have a UK version. So there's only one episode out so far and Do I, they, am... they have the same role. You can only stay in 90 days. No, I don't think so so it feels again i'm only going off of one episode but it feels more like couples are going to move quickly Uh, you know so it's like okay like in the span not hopefully it's not a huge spoiler but like in the span of the first episode uh you know this woman's in the uk the guy's in mexico he comes to visit and then he leaves you know it feels more like a before the 90 days Mm -hmm. actually in that some of them are reading for the first time but they just didn't know what to call it so they were like 90 day uk well because they wanted um, those 90 day I'm, folks to go watch it though honestly this season I was the 90 days i have stopped watching because i was like it's just everyone's so manipulative and gross this season that i don't know if they're manipulative and gross yet but i am slightly concerned about possibly like the competency of some of them oh. so far like maybe not you know honestly it might be the accent and that i just can't understand like what they're saying a little bit i'm talking about the british people here I assume so, yeah. <laughs> not the not the more, yeah but you know i, like, I don't think you can watch this season of 90 day fiance and say no one's being manipulative and gross <laughs> right right um but at the end of this the first episode they showed like a bunch of couples that they have not even remotely gone with the storylines for so i was like i will be back cool find out what they're up to see who these people are but yeah, 
Anyway. So much stuff on. So much stuff. We're, I mean, we're about to gear up for, we have like a lull, but then it's, know, it's on. It's, it's I know. Fun. I can't wait for the fall because <laughs> then we finally get like everything. I mean, Paper Girls is this week, which I'm excited about. Oh, yeah. I need to watch that. They had a big Comic-Con presence. But... I mean, I liked the little bit of the comic I've read. There you go. We'll find out. Cool. Thank you both. Thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt. And now a couple of quick follow-up points. So uh, a bunch of news broke right after we recorded this. Uh, The first big piece of news is that Destin Daniel Cretton, who directed Shang-Chi, he's directing the sequel to it, he has been tapped to direct Avengers The Kong Dynasty. So definitely not the Russo brothers. Pretty excited for him to step into that role. And then as for the gray man, speaking of the Russo brothers, somehow, I guess, we may be in the minority of people who enjoyed, watched, etc. this film because it is getting a sequel and a spinoff and that, that universe is continuing. So who dis- decisions were made. Uh, we are truly shocked by it. But that has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.